we're, we're starting a new series and I want to just prep on how we came to this new series. We've been in the series of Jesus the King. Jesus is the King. We don't ever want to stop that. Uh, the, as we were, I was asking the Lord, what's next? And I felt like he gave me the word of the Lord. And I, he said, I want you to actually start speaking as a prophet and not just a pastor. And so I want to talk to you as a as your prophet, as a, a spokesperson for God, someone who's carrying his voice, my wife and I and our family. We believe that God speaks to us so that we can share what he is, his thoughts, his feelings yeah. and intentions are. And then we pray those things. I believe that the greatest thing for a prophet is to be a prayer, a person yes. who prays, who hears from God, and we pray that into existence. Yes. And then uh, a, a, then the secondary, for a, I would say, for my life is the apostolic. I wouldn't say that my first is the apostolic, but I would say my first is the prophetic because I want to hear. And secondly, then I want to establish what I've heard. Um, he said, get ready, and I want you to get your church ready. Tell your church about uh, the apostolic church start teaching about the apostolic church and and he said you know he told me a few weeks ago because I was really challenged by how much attack we came under every time we have a word of the Lord we we give the word <laughs> of the Lord and it comes under such attack and he's how much attack we came under last year oh, wow. talking about influence wealth creation being being financially blessed being yeah. prosperous and then he tells me yesterday this is why I had you teach like that for a year so that you can have your people ready. And then years before that, he said, I want you to not focus on money for seven years. He said, I don't want you to focus on money. I want you to focus on teaching them how to be indentured servants, servants that receive what they need from the person who is who is leading them and lording them. That they're working for. That they're working for. And he says, in that season, I want you to know how to stockpile faith yeah. because there's going to be a time where money is no good for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And then then he said last year, the last year and a half that I want you to learn how to actually know how to be influential, how to have money, how to create wealth, how to think like a wealth creator and know that I give you power to get wealth. And now he's he's saying in this season, we've been talking about the supernatural astonishing God, the God who wants to be astonishing, the God who wants yes. to do a, things that amaze us, that blow our minds. And so now he's saying in order to do that, you have to prepare your people to be the apostolic church. What is the apostolic church? And so over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about the Apostolic Church. This series is called Higher. It's, it's called Higher, and you are seated above it all. I want you to know you are above everything that is yeah. actually taking place. And I'm not going to refer to what's happening out there because I don't want to put a time frame on this message. I want this message to go beyond this. I'm listening in the communication right now, and I'm thinking... I won't be listening to that a year from now because the references are all based upon this season. Right. I want to talk to you about not just this season, but the seasons that are coming, yeah, the good. seasons that we're living. So I don't want to make a lot of references. So this will be the last of that references of what's happening until possibly at the end when we'll do some prayer. But I want you to know there's an apostolic church arising and I want to speak to you as a rising apostolic church. Yeah. There's a story in the Bible in 1 Samuel chapter 9 where, where Saul is in a position where he's working for his dad and his, they lose donkeys. And the, the donkeys go running away and he goes looking for them and they're lost. And he comes across a, a city and he comes to the city and he says, is there a seer? Is there a prophet here? And I need to talk to the prophet. And what he wants to do is he wants to talk to the prophet about where he can find the donkeys, where he can see these things. And, and so they, they, as soon as he sees Saul, as soon as Saul, Samuel sees Saul, God says to Samuel, Samuel, this is the one that I've been talking to you about. This is the one that I want you to speak over. He's the one that's going to give deliverance and bring salvation. 
And, and so Samuel says to him, listen, I want you to come to the high places with me. I want you to go to the high places, come to the high places. I want you to know, first of all, about the apostolic church. The apostolic church is not a low place church. It's not an earthly minded church. It's not completely heavenly minded, but it's not completely earthly minded. It has the ability to look in he at the earth from a heavenly position, from a heavenly perspective, not just see things from the earthly perspective. When people talk to me about what's going on on the earth, I always have to get into an adjusted place where I go, God, well, how do you see this from your perspective? What is your vantage point? What do you have to say about this? Because the apostolic church doesn't want to talk to talk about it from the earthly perspective because the earthly perspective is vulnerable the earthly perspective is is easily moved shifted it's a herd mentality i want us yeah. to rise above the herd mentality and get into the ideas that god has about this god thinks something about this he has something on his mind yeah. and so the apostolic rises and the first thing that he says to he says i want you to know Samuel Samuel says to Saul, I want you to go to the high places and I want you to tell you, I want to tell you all, let's go to the high places. Let's make sure we stay high in prayer. Let's make sure we stay fasted. Let's make sure we stay close to the love of God. Let's make sure that we are always content yeah. with our relationship with God and that we are saying, God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to grow? What do you want me to read? When I'm picking something to read in the Bible, I don't just go, oh, I'm going to read this chapter. I'm going to go and see what you, no. this you tube or this you something else is telling me what to do no. i'm saying god what do you want me to study yeah, right now what do you want me to read right now what do you want me to learn right now what scriptures do you want me to study what words pop in my heart yes. from you what and then you that's going to take me to the high places yes. because the high places keep me above i want you to know you are higher you're higher and so this let's just if we can read a little bit it's just a beautiful thing um in verse 18 and then Saul drew near Samuel in the gate and said, please, uh, please tell me where the seer's house is. And Samuel answered, and, uh, answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place. Go up before me to the high place for you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I'll let you go and we'll tell you all that is in your heart. It's, an, it's interesting because God's circumstances in this world have to do with what's in your heart. Yeah. It has to do with what he hid in your heart. Some of you are still in discovery mode. I'm still in discovery mode of all the things that God has hit in my heart. I don't know of everything that's coming. I am certain about what I need to do now, but I don't know everything that how we're going to do it. We're supposed to plant 12 churches that all, you know, all plant 12 churches. How do you do that? I don't know. We're in discovery mode. How do you train a person to do that? How do you train a person that goes... That, that, you know, that he, he says, I want you to think about a tribe. I want you to think about every church having 150 people and planting churches of 150 all around the world. How do you do that? I don't know. It's mysterious. It's the uncertain. But what am I certain? That I'm supposed to do something. <laughs> I'm certain about that. With There's a lot of uncertainty in your certainty. And in that, that's okay. And so he's saying, listen, I want you to go to the high places. If you stay in the high places, you'll be fed. You'll eat right. You'll eat what you need. You'll have everything you need. And in that, you'll find that he has hid something in your heart. There's something hidden in your heart. And he wants you to discover that. And he says, I want you to do in verse 20. He says, but as for the donkeys that you were that you lost three days ago, do not be anxious about them for they have been found. When I read that, I thought that that's so powerful. He says uh, those those things that you've been hunting around, things that have been making you anxious, things that have been making you fearful. That's already handled. You don't actually have to handle that thing. Is how many things am I distracted with thinking that I have to fix, thinking that I have to find, thinking that I have to do, 
and it's already handled. It's a distraction from what I'm supposed to be yeah. focused on. He says, go to the high places, stop hunting for the donkeys. That's not right? really the point. <laughs> the, the, you, you were running around, and I think there's in this season, we could be very busy yes. about things that make us anxious, things, anxieties. We can yeah. be very busy trying to fix the anxieties when the realization is it's already found. Yeah. The, the, the solution for all the stuff that's happening in the world is already found. <laughs> what I need you to do is focus on the next season. And the only way you can get into the next season is go higher. Yeah. Go higher than what's happening right now. You mm. are bigger than you're hunting for your donkeys. You, your call <laughs> is bigger than running around for your anxieties to be fixed. Yes. Your call is bigger than trying to you know, get, a, get a test or go and do this other thing. You're, you're so much bigger. Go yes. higher than this. Don't get yes. stuck in the, in the, the, the ground level of this. Yes. Rise higher than yes. the financial needs that you have. Rise higher than the family challenges you have. Rise higher than anything that's trying to bring anxiety to you. Rise higher. Yes. Go to the high places. That's where your food is. That's yes. where I'm going to feed you is what Samuel said. So go up there and I'm going to feed you. And then I'm going to tell you the secrets of your heart. Mm -hmm. Because what, what this really about is what's in your heart, not what's in your world right now. Wow. Not about the donkeys that are running loose. No. I love it that God already had some solution for the donkeys. Yeah. So what are you actually focusing on that's causing you worry, that's causing you stress, that's causing you fear mm. that God already has a solution for? Yes. He already has solved that. I, I could stay there all day. But I want you to know the goal is to go higher in your heart, go higher in your mind. And he says, and whom is, and, and I love this part, he says, who is the desire of Israel? This is what mm. Samuel saying to Saul. Aren't you the desire of Israel? Aren't you the one that all Israel is going to look up to in the future? Wow. Saul didn't even know that he was the desire of Israel. He was he the most important person. The most important person. <laughs> Are you actually belittling your future by acting so busy about the donkeys that someone's already looking to find? They're already going to be found. They're going to go home. They may have just wandered back home while you're yeah. running around the side of the country. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but you need to know that aren't you, isn't your your purpose bigger than chasing donkeys? I should have named this chasing donkeys. I named it high chair. Uh, high chair. <laughs> but shouldn't it be bigger than chasing donkeys? Don't get caught up chasing donkeys when you are the mm -hmm. desire of Israel. Don't get caught up chasing anxiety things, issues of fear and doubt and unbelief and shame and all the things that would plague you and keep you up at night. Don't chase those things. Trying to resolve that. Trying to resolve it. Trying yeah. to fix it when it's already there's already a fix in place for it. Yeah. You need to get to the high places because you're only going to discover who you really are when you get to the high places. When you start That's living true. above things and start stop living within them. Stop living in the midst of them. I love this. Aren't you the desire of Israel? Aren't you the one that all Israel looks up to? You don't even know that people are watching you to look up to you. They're watching you. And if they see you walking around and running around, you're supposed to be royalty. And they see you running around in, in, in mediocre things that anybody can find. Anybody can find the donkeys. That's not for you. That's not your place. You're higher than that. You are the deliverer of wow. all all, the kingdom of God is sending a deliverer and you're it. Wow. I just am so excited about that. And he says, he says, um, they've been found. And he says, aren't you that the house? Aren't you, aren't you the, 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 the desire of Israel? And, and then it's amazing because God can have big plans for you, but you can have big doubts on you. He says, is it not that you're, that you, that on you in all your family's house, that, in, in, that, that everybody is looking at you, you and your family's house. 
verse 21, but Saul had a small picture of himself. God has a big picture of himself. Israel had a big picture of him, but small, he had a small picture of himself. This is Saul. This is the king. This is the person supposed to be the king. We don't even know it yet, but all of Israel is going to honor. It's amazing how God started talking to Saul about what the future looked like in a moment where no one had an eye on them. No. When no one had any visions for them, no one had any sight. God was talking about, isn't, aren't you all, your whole house is honored and the prophet is going, you're amazing. Yeah. Don't fight me right now. Let me be a prophet in your life. You're amazing. The blessing yes. of God is on your life. You yes. are absolutely going to do incredible things, but you don't know what I live in right now. This is what Saul said. He said, and he answered and said, am I not a Benjamite of the smallest tribe of Israel? It's amazing. All the great people think that they're small. Gideon said the same thing. Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest tribe of all of Israel? If you feel small, you are actually being prepared for greatness, right? It's amazing that God can actually pick you and go, something big is going to happen. And so he's telling him about a future that he himself doesn't see. And he's trying to talk himself out of it, but God won't let him talk him out of it. He's not, I'm not going to let you talk yourself out of the greatness that I've prepared for you. Yeah. And, and just to read, just continue reading and we can jump to a couple more scriptures. I know I've prepared way too much for this. He says, and why then do you speak like this? Why are you telling me such good things about me when I feel so small? Why do you tell me such big things about the world is my, 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 my foot? I'm going to travel the world when I can't even leave my house. Right. How, why do you tell me these things? Because none of these donkey chasing things have to do anything with the future of your Nothing. life. <laughs> this is a momentary, temporary thing that your donkeys are lost. I want you to know there's something big coming your way. And Samuel took Saul. Samuel took Saul and his servants and brought them into the hall. They had prepared a place for him and had him sit in the place of honor among those who were invited. And there were about 30 persons. I want you to see this, that it's important that God has planned a seat for you. He planned a high chair for you, but you can't get into that chair until you go higher. You can't get into that seat until you go higher. If you don't go higher, you'll never reach that seat. You'll wow. never sit in the place that's prepared for you. Wow. He needed to take him up higher and put him in that seat. That's why I called this high chair. There's a high chair for you. As long as you stay low, you'll never get into that chair. You'll never get into that place. You'll never get into that purpose. Don't stay low. Go higher. Yeah. As you go higher, you'll have your food there. You'll have every nutrient you need. And it will actually begin to challenge the mindset that you have. Ephesians chapter 1, you can jump in anytime. I'm just so excited yeah. about this. Just pinch me, punch me, <laughs> hug me, whatever you want to do. Ephesians, well, yeah, that's probably the last one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ephesians 1.20 Ephesians 1.20 says this. This is speaking of Jesus, in which he worked in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. Now, let's talk about how small the destiny looked for Jesus when he was dead. Wow. I mean, it was so small that yes. all of his disciples left him. Yes. Everybody that believed in him spread. That's the smallest of his ministry yes. is when he died. When you feel small, you're getting prepared to be lifted up to a high chair. He said that at his death, he went and was seated at the right hand in heavenly places. He went to a high chair after feeling like he was dying. I'm telling you, you may feel like you're dying. You may feel like your family's 
breaking apart. You may feel like your finances are falling apart. You may feel like something in your business is falling apart. I mean, you may wonder if I'm even going to go back to a job. I want you to know, I want you to have this, this understanding that God has a bigger plan and death is not the end of it. There is a good story that's happening because I, I tell you what, I don't like movies that have the hero dying. I don't like that unless the hero is going to rise. When the hero rises, then I'm like, yay, cool, the hero rises. Because I like it. I'm a sucker for a good ending. Yeah. I am a good ending movie guy. <laughs> yes, and I am a good ending movie guy. I like movies that are challenged by thinking and all that. And there's moments for that, but I don't watch them twice. Titanic's boy, not getting no. another watch. You Titanic is not getting another watch. Ain't going to do it. But I will make references of the time when he's on the front and he's soaring. That like that's pretty cool. <laughs> no, but she was. Well, someone was. He was holding her. That's right. They were hugging. <laughs> okay. The realization is is that there is a high place for you. Yes. No matter how you no no matter how insignificant, no matter how low you feel like you've gone, you have not reached this place that Jesus has reached where he was in the grave. Yeah. He was completely in the grave. Went so far in the grave that Hopeless. he went down into hell. Yes. <laughs> Under the earth. You're not in hell. No. If, so if you're still breathing. So you can still rise. Still it's an amazing story that Jesus has. It says in Deuteronomy 26. I want to read this. This is really a good one. Okay, I'm, wait. Before you do that, this reminds me of we. you were preaching at a conference somewhere. And the boys were little. And they, after service, they were a little too rambunctious to be in the green room with all the big preachers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this prophet, he's a famous prophet. I, at the time, I didn't know it. Because can I say his name? Not yet. You can. Okay, you say it. No, you say it. His name is Bobby Connor. His great yes, name. Bobby Connor. And at the time, I didn't, I'd never met him, so I didn't recognize him. And um, so I let the boys just run around, you know, in the hallway by the offices of the church, a big, big, a big church. And um, and Bobby Connor walked up to me and he said, wow, look at all those important people in that green room over there. And he said, but you know what? They don't know that these two boys are the most important people in the whole building. And I hit that in my heart because, of course, you know, we believe in the call of God in their lives. But for a prophet to come and say, you know what, these two boys are actually the most important people in the whole building. That reminds me of, of this situation yeah. with Saul. You don't even know. You're just trying to herd these toddlers to, that are so loud and wild. And you're trying to keep them calm. And you're just feeding them. People say, you know, keep your littles alive every day. <laughs> <laughs> And then a prophet comes and says something completely different. And, and, you know, that's how God looks at his children. Yeah. He doesn't have, like, insignificant plans for any of us. What's really great is he actually chose not to be in the room with all the great people and went out. He ended up we were like first looking, going, "Who's this?" Well, I knew who he was. We, like, I didn't know. I was this like, guy, "Who's this guy? This guy playing with, with our my kids. boys?" That's and weird. The next day at the hotel, he's like, "Man, I would love to have your kids come and hang out with me and just." Um, <laughs> You know, he just was really a, just a, yeah, saw something on them. And it's way. amazing. You can be playing with, you know, stuff, whatever you're doing, and just be busy and not know that there's greatness. Yeah. I love that you and brought you that know, up. And, you know, for parents, you know, sometimes you get so busy, you know, there, our church has so many children. Praise the Lord. I mean, and it seems to be like speeding up, people having babies and get pregnant again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to teach women how to wean their children while they're pregnant. It's all so intense. 
So, but you can get so caught up in the busyness of it that you don't understand that that person is a very important person. Yes. You don't, you never know if you, you know, who this person is until you go to the high places yes. and you find out from the Lord, who is this person yes. actually? Yes. And make sure that you speak that. Chuck Pierce was teaching that yesterday. Make sure that you go to the high places with God and find out who this person is. And then create that in them with your breath. Speak that into being Good. all the time. We have to say the same thing. Saul had to change his language. Yeah, because in, when we live with ourselves, we we see the small of us. Yes. But I love that he's saying, you don't know that all of Israel sees the big in you. And you don't know that you are the desire. You and your whole family is the desire. Are the desire I mean, of the, the, whole nation. the picture of what God's plans for you <laughs> are so big. But it's when we live with each, when we live with ourselves. I see the small in me, and I think I think there's most people I deal with. You know, they see the small in them, even yes. though they they see the greatness in them or they're pushing towards greatness. Almost everybody sees the small in the them. And as a coach, I, I I actually try to form that small into the greatness that they're supposed to be and take them to that place. And so I want you to know that even if you feel the small in you and you see the small in you and you see your your deficiencies and you see your dis dis functions yes but that, that's no different than anybody else there's it doesn't discount it because this treasure is in an earthen vessel it's, yes it's hidden in a clay pot yes but it's the thing that that is very precious yes yes so we don't chase the the, the media mediocre we're right. not going to do that we're going to always rise to the high places yes. deuteronomy 26 and this is the net version i think this translation was really good um and i'm going to just read this in verse 18 it says and today the lord has declared to you uh, declared you to be his special people. I mean, that's one of the things I love about the Hebrew people, the, the, the Jewish people, and I'm with, when I'm with them, is there's a sense that they are God's special people. And I took that on, that I'm a child of God. I, it's, the Bible is my Bible. The God of the Bible is my, Bible, my God. Yeah. And I am, this scripture is to me that I'm his special person. I want you to say that to yourself. I want you to, I mean, if you did that for a month, every month, I am, every, every day for a month, I am God's yes. special person. I am, I am God's favorite person. You would really change. Someone would change. Someone would shift in you. And, and then he says, uh, the scripture says, as he already promised you, and, and you may keep all his commandments. Then verse 19 says, then he will elevate you. Elevate you. And he will elevate you. That word elevate you, I read it in the Hamash, and the word elevate, the way they translate it, then you will be supreme. Wow. You'll be supreme. The actual word there, and I'll, I'll read it. I'll tell you that actual word in a moment. But it says, "Then you will, he will elevate you above all the nations he has made, and made, and you will receive praise, fame, and honor, and you will be a people holy to the Lord your God, as he as he has said." I want you to know that word "elevate" is the word "elo elon." Uh, it's the same word where you get Elohim from. That you would have Elion is, I'm sorry, or Elion is the name of God. It's the, 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 what they call God. The God that is, that is the most high God. He's the name yes. of God. Is the So he says, I'm going to make you Elion to the people. I'm going to make you Elion to the nations. Wow. wow. I'm going to make you like God to the nations. Real likeness. Real likeness. And people are going to see you and they're going to go, this person 
is in, and that's where the fame, that's where the honor, that's where the praise comes. Do you know that God wants a people that is like him amongst people? In the, he didn't say, I'm going to make all the nations like God. I'm going to make a special person and a special people like God to the, to the nations so that the people have someone to rise to. They have someone to, to elevate to. Yeah. If God's trying to elevate you, don't, don't talk yourself down. If God's trying to raise you up higher, don't actually speak yourself out of that like Saul was doing. Make sure that you are agreeing with God. Yeah. If God calls you Elion, 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 then you say, I am Elion. I am like God in the fact that I am rising above yes. and I'm coming to my heavenly seated place. I'm seated in heavenly places. And that's the original plan. God wanted that all the time, yes. right? For us to be his representation, to be his very image, his very likeness. Yes. And if you're going to be a deliverer, like what Moses was, yeah. God said, I will make you God to Pharaoh, mm -hmm. to your enemy. Yeah. So he wants you to be like God to them. And I, I know I get, I get people get tripped out like, you calling me God. Well, that's your problem. I'm reading the Bible. The yeah. Bible says, I will make you Elion. Elion. Yes. I'm going to make you like God. I'm going to make you supreme to the nations. Yeah. They're going to have someone to desire. They're going to have someone to admire. They're going to have someone to honor. They're going to yes. have someone to praise. <laughs> They're going to have someone to go, wow, look at you. You overcame. Look at you. Yes. You came out of it. We do that with football players, basketball players. We do that with, I mean, we do it everywhere. We make icons everywhere. But the fact is, is a Christian can't be that? How come I can't be so powerful in God that people go, wow, let's get a poster. I'm going to have my own, I'm going to have my own trading cards. That's right. You know, nobody can think of Israel and not think about God. No, no, no. It's they true. think immediately about the Bible. They think about Moses. They think about every story in the Bible. They think about, you know, the temple. They think about all these things. Yes. Israel, Jesus. All the nations are traveling to Israel to be where Jesus walked the earth in the streets and, you know, trying to figure out the exact locations where he did everything. No one can think of Israel and not think of God. Yes. <laughs> and that's what he wants for his Christian believers. Yes. Christian believers should have this even more so, the, the power of God. We have the power of God resonant inside yes. of us. We have the word of God, which is the same. Yep. We have the same word that we can put in our heart, hide in our heart and our mind. But we also have the power of, a, of the God on high. The power that has authority over disease and over sickness, opens blind eyes, deaf ears, commands viruses to die. Literally, John G. Lake was able to put a virus on his hand, the plague, the yeah. bluponic plague on his yeah. hand. And the, that which was resonant inside of him because of where he sits was, was consumed. Do you know that in heavenly places there is no cancer? That's the place of the spirit. Together. It it yeah. does not live. Cancer can't live in the spirit. Cancer is a natural thing that is birthed by a spirit, but that spirit has no more access to heavenly places again. Yeah, it's it's a it's a death thing. So, so they cannot live in the same environment. We are life, and when you put something that creates death on us, yes, it doesn't harm us. We harm it because of where you sit. Yes, you sit in a place that's higher. Yes. Woo! 
<laughs> Come on, somebody. Yeah. I have two more scriptures. Yeah. Thank you for the amen. Yeah. Colossians amen 3. Corner. In my amen corner over there. Colossians 3, 1 says this. If then you were raised. This is talking about you. So Christ is not the only one sitting there. If you're elevated like Deuteron Deuteronomy says, yeah. like the Bible says in Ephesians about Christ. And there's so many other scriptures talking about being raised. We can't even go through them all. If you were then raised with Christ, yes. seek those things which are above. Yes. When you're raised with Christ, don't sit there and keep looking at the things that are beneath. Start paying attention to what's in the room where you're at. Yes. You're in the room where you're, you're The health, life, prosperity, grace, goodness is all in this room. Why should I talk about all the things beneath me when I'm not in that room anymore? Set your mind on what's above. Where I'm sitting. Yes. Because I'm, I'm, my seat has been elevated. So if we take this room. Take this seat. <laughs> take my chair up. I'm going to carry you all the way upstairs. You don't have to start thinking about the fact that we have a TV behind us and a chair behind us and all. No. Because that's not the room you're in. No, I'm thinking about the other room. Now. The other room. Now you're looking at... And what we do is we're seated in that other room, but we keep thinking about the room that we used to be in. Let's not think about that. Don't seek the things that were in the old room where you were always sick. Yeah. I have people that might, oh. you know, they're like, well, my mom told me that I was sick. You, you don't have to always be sick anymore because you were, are the healed. We now. moved you out of that easily sick room. Yes. And we moved you into a, a never need to be sick room. You're destructive Because in that room, sickness. Jesus is never sick. <laughs> I'm seated in the same room with Jesus right now. Because yes. this is, if you were, I'm just, I'm sorry I'm going off on this, but I've been meditating on this. If you were raised with Christ then you have access to the room that he's in. Seek those things which are above where Christ is. Mm -hmm. Where Christ is. Mm -hmm. Where he is. Right now, yeah. Where he is right now. So that's where I need to seek. I need to seek. So if cancer can't go there, then, and I'm there, then cancer can't come here. I'm not considering it in my it life. Can, it can't be in the same room that I am because I'm no longer in that room. Yeah. I'm in the room of the spirit, and that yes. cancer is in the room of the natural. Yes. I can't be in that room. I can't be in the room with anxiety because anxiety is in a different room. It's in a lower room. Yes. It doesn't actually have the ability to rise to the room that I'm in. Where everything is light. <laughs> yeah. It can't come to that room. Yeah. It can't come to the room. The, the poverty cannot actually come to that room because in the room that Jesus is, it would have to be in the same room where he's sitting. Yes. Where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Yes. That means God, Christ, the angels would all, all have to have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> right, because they would be dwelling in that room. It, it would have access to that room. Yeah. It literally has no access to that room. No. It doesn't have the key card. It doesn't have the security clearance to get to the room. Right. It wouldn't be able to live, you know, like... Like human bodies cannot live in certain atmospheres. Right. Right? It can't live. There's it, things that are of death and, and destruction. They cannot live in the same room as the presence of God. It can't. Because he's an all-consuming fire. So whatever is not of his type of life, spirit life, yes. it cannot live. Yes. So you have access to a room yeah. where your seat is. Yes. In, in the story of Saul and yes. Samuel, it was in the hall that was prepared with the 30 elders. Yes. 
It was, it was prepared with this eldership that he was actually commissioning him in the midst of elders, a small yes. group of 30 elders in a room, gave him a seat. Ah, I just love this picture of you and I, the apostolic church. We have to actually know that the church doesn't sit in the same room. No. The church is not the same environment. The church is a different environment. Yeah. So he says now, verse 2, set your mind on the things that are there in that room above. Set your mind on those things. So you're in a different room. Seek those things. Look and say, oh, I didn't know we had What's that over there. What's in that room? Well, I didn't What's know that this room? was available to me. I didn't know what the... Look at that. That was over there. I didn't, That's a curate. Can I go make the curate? That's in that room. What's in the throne room? What's in that room? That room that's prepared. That higher throne room where Jesus is sitting. What's in that room? Elders, Look around where the elders the are. Go, go into that room and then pick what you want and then put your mind on it. I want that. That's what sets your mind on. Yes. I want that right there. There's coals, fire. There's all sorts of things. That's very intense. Yes. I don't know what to do with a coal of fire, so I'll leave that one over there. On the tongue. What I do know what to do is there's health over there. Yes. I'm going to go and get that one. Yes. And there's prosperity over there. Yes. I guess the coal of fire in my tongue, gosh, that sounds like it's going to burn. But yes, that's in there. I'm going to renew my mind to that one. <laughs> so I can put my mind on there, right? Yes. But the fact is, is you have to... You have to actually choose. When you set your mind, you go, you know what I made up my mind I want? I made up my mind when the Lord told us, you are a host of the Holy Spirit. I made up my mind that that's what we are. Yes. We only host the Holy Spirit. Yes. We don't host anything else. No. We cannot be a host of anything else. No. What if something tries to get into you and host you? Well, no. it, it has to actually be kicked out because the devil tried to be in that, that environment, but he was not yes. conducive to that environment, so God kicked him out. Yes. Yes. So something tries to get in, you have the right to kick it out. Yep. It, doesn't have to, it doesn't have the right to stay. It's already you're not, it's not, you found, the host realized, you're not supposed to be here. You are crashing the party. I'm going to kick you out. Yes. Right? So, yes. anyway. Set your mind. So make up in your mind what you want. Mm -hmm. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things on the earth. Please meditate on this. I know I'm going. I'm going to go that through takes faster. Practice. That takes practice, and you have. To, it feels like a mental strain in the beginning. Yeah, but my 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 key for this is don't make it abstract. Yeah. Don't make the the, the unicorn in the corner the <laughs> thing that you want to ride. Don't yeah. do that. That's not what I'm talking about. You know the application by what your needs are on earth. Yeah. The needs are, are on earth are okay. I need protection. I need safety. Uh, you know, the, the Maslow Pyramid, all of that is in heaven. My safety, my provision, all of the love, all of that's already there. I can actually get that in heaven, and I'm not going to meditate on how I'm going to get it in earth because there is a room that is already in for me. Yeah. It's already there. I just need to make up my mind that that's what I want. That's good. That's what I want. When you make up in your mind that's what you want, then your father goes busy making it up how he's going to get it to you, but you have to see it. Yeah. If you don't see it, if I like, I'm looking at a Keurig over there. I'm like, okay, I want a cup of coffee after this. This is going to be great. <laughs> Tea is wonderful. <laughs> Tea is wonderful, but I'm going to get some coffee. It sounds like I had some coffee already, as much as I'm talking. But the fact is, it's green tea. So yeah, no, it's good. Do we have that first thing in the morning? First thing. So so we're, so you need to know that the things about set your mind. Okay, so have you made up your mind on what you will have? 
Have you made up in the mind the kind of family you're gonna have? Have you made up in your mind what kind of car you're gonna drive? Have you made up in your mind what kind of physical health you're gonna have? Have you made up in your mind what kind of relationship you're gonna have with your spouse? That's all in heaven. So make up in your mind, not based upon what you read in whatever Cosmopolitan okay. magazine or GQ or whatever the details, whatever it is, but you, there is a statement of what God says that you can have, a, and then when you see that, make up in your mind that you're going to get it. For he died, and your life is hidden with him, with Christ yes, in, in God. In God. I, yes. I, I don't even have time to go into that. You have a hidden life, and that's why you're going to seek it. That's mm -hmm. why it says seek it there, because it's hidden with him. If, it's not, if you can't find it with him, then you, it's not your life. If you can't find him in it, and you can't find it in him, it's not your life. You can't find crippling arthritis in him. It's not your life. It's not. Your you life. can't find it hidden in him. It's not your life. Yeah. Right? But what you can find is you can find joy, you can find peace, you can find all those things. I know I'm, I'm preaching. So, verse 4, Christ who is our life appears. Uh, when Christ who is our life appears, that which is hidden, now someone appearing. He will appear. Mm -hmm. That which is hidden is going to appear. Now, what this word appear means is when it becomes visible. When you can actually see that which is hidden, you can see the life that is provided for you. When you can see it, then it will also appear with you. So when I see, when I remember when I wanted to see uh, headaches healed, I was praying for headaches. I remember it was hard for me to see headaches healed. Mm -hmm. But when I saw Christ lay hands on someone, I literally in the spirit saw him one day when I was praying. I saw him lay hands while I was laying hands. When I saw that, when I saw that, I knew that that power was coming from me and that person's healing was taking place. When I saw that he was moving through me, when I visually saw that when, I, when he appeared, then it was evident that it was appearing in me. Because I am literally going to become what I see. So the face of Moses shone when he kept looking in the face of God. He kept looking in the face of God. It actually transfers to you. Yes. That which you see in Christ transfers to you. You see a powerful person in Christ, it transfers to you the more you look into yeah. it. I'm going to give you this last scripture and then we'll close it off because I did take more than 30 more minutes. <laughs> verse uh, nine, in 91, Psalms 91 verse 14 says, Because he set his love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver him and I will set him on high because he has known my name. We set our love on him. Yeah. <laughs> because he has set his love on me. This God says, because he loves me. Mm -hmm. Because they love me. Because they are in love with me. Mm -hmm. Because they are staring at me, mesmerized by me. Because, however you describe love, for a natural person because you are actually having that same love towards God and and then whatever level of love you understand that God wants because you are showing your affections and whether it's through prayer or praise and worship or through meditation in the word or through because you love him I will deliver you then he says and I will set you on high uh, I just wanted to look on that look up that term set you on high this is what the word set you on high it means I'll put you in a lofty place and I'll make you inac inaccessible wow I'll put you out of reach 
inaccessible. Wow. Untouchable. Untouchable. I'm going to put you in such a safe place, the word safe, strong. I'm going to put you in a, a, a place of defense. I'm going to exalt you. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to make sure that you are excellent. I'm going to set you on high, a lofty, be safe setup on high to be too strong. I'm going to, because I'm not just going to deliver you, but I'm going to make you too strong to be captured again. Yeah. So someone that's watching, you've been struggling with alcohol and drugs. And I want you to know that God is delivering you. And that God is setting you free. And that you will be inaccessible. It will not capture you again. It will not control you again. You're going to be moved away from its reach. Yes. You don't have to fear on whether or not you're going to be bound anymore to the drugs. You don't have to fear on whether or not you're going to be uh, controlled anymore by the alcohol. You are being removed you, you, you can you imagine being yeah. so distanced from it that so it can't high. reach you yeah. can you imagine being so above it so much higher that it can't even grab you can you imagine having uh the the whew, mm-hmm. the goodness of god rescuing you in such a way that you're not in its proximity anymore there's no way that it's going to capture you. I want you to know your drug addiction is breaking today and your alcoholism is going today and you will no longer have that as a fear, a trepidation, intimidation in your life again. Yes, Jesus' name. Because he's setting you above. You are higher. You are higher. Higher than that which controlled you. You don't have to worry about the donkeys anymore. There's a place that's been set for you, and it's a high and lofty seat that's above. It's not a lofty seat to be better. It's a lofty seat to be inaccessible. Yes. You're only for God. Only. I will set you on a high place, an inaccessible place, a place that there is no access to you by the things that want to bind you ever again. Untouchable. I used to watch a show when I was a kid called Untouchable. (laughs) So finishing off with this idea of of Samuel took Saul, put him in the chair. Verse 23, then Samuel said to the cook, I want you to think about this. When you're in your room, you're going to that space, you're seated there. Then Jesus... I'm going to use Jesus as this example. He says to the cook, bring the portion which I gave you, of which I said to you, hide it, set it apart. See, there's things that are hidden with Christ. Just for you. Just for you. That portion that was set apart, he, this was Samuel says to the cook, but this is what Jesus says in heaven. He says, bring that portion which I gave you, which I said to you, set it apart, hide it. Put it aside. Don't let it. It's not for anybody else. It's only for this one. Verse 24. And so the cook took the the thigh. With its upper part, a big piece of meat and set it before Saul. This is this is Saul. He's looking for donkeys. 
He just he's just looking for donkeys. He walked into his divine destiny while he's searching for something that he was never gonna find. I felt that felt like it was just something for me. <laughs> for searching for something that I'm never gonna find, and then when I'm searching for something I'm never gonna find, I find my destiny, and I find that. Can you imagine he's sitting in this on this throne amongst these elders? And all the elders that he maybe never met before, and and all of a sudden they're like bringing a piece of meat bigger than probably he's ever seen. No famine here. No. It's not. It's a. It's. It's a piece of meat, a thigh with an upper part. Gosh, I can't even, I don't know what that is. Back. <laughs> back. <laughs> oh, back of something. And so he, he said it before him, and then Samuel said, here it is, what was kept back for you. Gosh, I want you to know God's holding something back for you. Yeah. He's been holding it. It's hidden in Christ. Man, this, I just love that I God thought. put all of this together. Yes. It's hidden in Christ for you. This is the higher place for you. This is the apostolic church. We don't get down into the lower level stuff. We know that there's a, a seat for us. He says, I kept this back for you. It was set, and he just keeps driving. It was set apart for you. Eat it, devour it, consume it, live in it. For until this time, it had been kept for you. Until this time, there's some things that you have no idea that have been kept for you. And you're going to step into the seat while you're just trying to survive, where you're just trying to find the donkeys. You're just trying to handle that anxiety. You're just trying to get over, get over that, that addiction. You're just trying to, to live. You're just trying to stay healthy. You're just trying, trying. There is a seat that's been prepared for you that's beyond all the things that you've been trying to do. And there's a portion that has been set aside for you. And he says, he says, and it was set apart for you. Eat it until this time it has been kept for you since I had... Since I said I invited, I invited the people, so Saul ate with Samuel that day. It's time for us to eat with Christ today. We're going to eat it. We're in the same room. We're seated in the same room. I hope this encourages you. Yes. I'm encouraged. I preached it long for myself. Yes. You know, I want us to live in the portion that God has for us. Yes. You got to rise above everything in the earth. We're not better than anybody, but we are inaccessible yes. to whatever wants to bind us. Yes. We're inaccessible to whatever wants to control us. We do need to rise to a place where we are an example to people, where, where it says you will get the praise, you'll get honor, and you'll get fame. Yeah. God wants that. God wants a people that he can say, look at my servant Job, or look at this person, or look at Moses. That he can say, this is what I'm trying to do in you. Yes. So don't fight the fact that God wants to elevate you. Don't mm. try to talk yourself down when God wants to lift you up. Yeah. If God wants to make you a powerful person. If God wants to make you a healthy person when everybody's sick. If God wants to make you a wealthy person when everybody's broke. Don't do that because God needs to always set up an example for people to give themselves not in, in, in homage to, but in example to grow into. Be the person that people want to grow into, yes. that people want to emulate, yes. that people want to live mm -hmm. and, and, and live like. So yeah. that's, that's my word for you. It's powerful. You know, when, when, uh, when I came to the United States, first I went to Ireland from Holland. That was completely different. And as an outsider, you see the mindset of the people there. 
and then you compare it constantly with the mindset you came from yeah and so when I moved to the United States it was very shocking and interesting for me to see the emphasis for instance on skin color here yeah it's very high emphasis which was very shocking to me and strange and um you know especially in the south where i was living at the time i, I was just very shocked at it um and then in this season you know god has meant for us to live so much higher than what is going on even with this is a you know democracy no this is a republic all this stuff and the whole time god is saying really this is supposed to be a theocracy yeah i'm supposed to be your king and you know you're supposed to uh come and live the way i live but instead there people are living so low life mm. that it causes people to live, live very animalistic and mm. we're not made for that right. we're not made to live low lives and be focused on you know you're this and i'm that um but god wants us to be part of his kingdom yes you know people uh, at the time that jesus was born there were the romans and they were you know swarming that territory yeah. and trying to make it something and the jewish people got sucked into it trying to get free from the romans but the whole time jesus was saying i'm not just trying to get you free from the romans i'm trying to get you free from low life low life go high and up. and i'm coming with the good news of the kingdom there's a, another kingdom yeah that is so much greater and i've come to bring the kingdom you're thinking about low life living you're thinking about strange things and the the way we know it's low life by the animalistic behavior mm. that comes from it of just you know just the most hideous things people are saying to other people that God created you know it's really really uh, shocking to God and um, and so today we want to invite you maybe you've never received the Lord Jesus as your king but a kingdom has come and yeah. Jesus is the king he's the king of kings and he's the Lord of Lords and he wants you to live a high life with him yes. he wants you to be raised out of low life animalistic living of just trying to have enough food of just trying to have enough toilet paper, of just trying to, you know, fight with people that, you know, are different than you. We don't, God doesn't want you to live that way. He wants you to live in a, in a way where you are so important. You're the most important person in the room. That, that he has a plan for you and it is amazing. It's God-like. Right. It's, it's, it's part of his family today. So, the, you know, I love the singular key to all of this is because he set my, his love on me. Yeah. Because she set her love on me. And you, you may feel like you just are so far from God. And it's as simple. All you have to do is set your love on him. Just decide, I'm going to start showing affection towards God. Yeah. Uh, what does God love? And that, that takes you on another train, train of thought. What does God love? How can I show affection to God? Yeah. And and just not showing like I'm going to prove myself, but I'm just showing my affection. I'm going to just show my love to God. Yeah. And so, you know, if you one way to show your love is just by accepting him, receiving him. So if you just say, I, I open my heart for your love, I receive your love. Yeah. Then immediately you start to get lifted to a higher place. Just show mm -hmm. your love. And so if you've never received Jesus, just simply say, Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Yes. I receive you as one that loves me and I set my love on you. 
I change my mind and my heart towards the things that I had before and I choose a different way of living yes. and that's going to start you on the right way and yes. communicate in our Facebook communicate in our our different platforms let us know that you've given your heart to the Lord Email so us. that we can actually share our affection with you and help you go to your next level we'll we have things you. that we'll be able to give you and help you along on this pathway of, of just a new life not a not an absolute perfect life right away but a higher life higher. and we're going to continue to rise higher and higher Every until day. we get to the seat that we're supposed to get in you may feel a little shell shock looking at all the proportions of things that are given to you but it's it's prepared for you and yeah. it's ready for you and so i want to encourage you if you uh, are again are part of citadel church don't forget you are connected to the family let us know if you have needs if you have special needs of prayer yeah. uh, contact the office we'll continue to pray with you in this season i'm praying for italy today i feel like italy is going to get a breakthrough Amen. today and that there's a, a rise of just a powerful youth yes. movement of people that are going to rise up and the power of God's going to be moving through Italy and we just Thank command you. all of the attack and the the, the, the yes. things that are happening in Italy, the spirit of death to die in Italy in the name of Jesus and Amen. we just thank you Father that there's a direct shift in Italy and Spain and we just continue to press into that. And I thank you, Father, yes, here in the Northwest Lord. and all around the world. We release the healing virtue healing that you are the cure of out. all sickness, all disease, all infirmity, all viruses. And most of all, Lord, you take a hold of a controlling spirit that tries to isolate and tries to choke out the breath. And we command it to be broken and we yes. release the healing virtue of God. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Uh, don't forget, you can give uh, on, online. You can go to citadel.church yes. and you can also uh, give on through the app. And you can send in your giving. Don't forget the house of God. We're going to be getting together here yes. soon. I believe in God for that. We're trusting God for that. And the last thing I want to remind you of is that we have a special uh, gathering for you on Tuesday. Tuesday night. How to take charge of your life and business in uncertain times and when webinar. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, go to, go to our uh, Tracy Armstrong on Facebook and Instagram, and you'll be able to see information on that starting later this afternoon. Amen. Well, Amen. if you want to uh, watch this again, then at 6 o'clock, we will be posting this to stream at 6 o'clock on, on Facebook, Citadel Church, Facebook. Share it with people. People need to hear the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. And so we'll see you. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be on again tomorrow for the one minute. Yep. Tuesday, the webinar, Wednesday.